0: Seed to Sound, presented by Vanks, a podcast for cannabis professionals. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Seed to Sound and our Meet the Recruiter series. We are back at it again with another one of our Vangst recruiters. So jumping right into it, what are the top three cannabis job skills? Go. Awesome.
1: Um, cannabis job skills, probably having cannabis industry knowledge is the number one skill. Um, two, being flexible. Um, and three, having an open mind you have to be willing to try new things and you know test out sometimes some really crazy new products
0: absolutely all right now taking it back a little bit why don't you introduce yourself and explain to our audience what you do here at vangst awesome um, my name is
1: Jonte major and i am one of the senior recruiters here at vangst um, i oversee the tech
0: vertical um, and i've been here for about a year and a half very nice and if jante's voice sounds familiar that is because she hosted our episode with mike hayes of canatech awesome episode. One of my favorites for sure. It It was fun. It was definitely a good time. (laughs) So within the tech vertical, what are the different types of positions that you recruit for typically? Yeah.
1: So I get a lot of pretty standard, like front end development positions, um, and they're usually looking for like Node or uh, JavaScript, so nothing crazy in terms of technology. Um, I've gotten a couple project manager and product manager positions, um, and then probably the bulk of the work I'm doing is actually going to be hiring for sales within these uh, tech tech companies. So um, SaaS sales is the number one thing that I'm always looking for. Very nice. Now, how did you first get into recruiting? It's a good question. So I never thought I would be a recruiter when I went to school, um, but about... Six months before graduation, I started applying to jobs because I was just that uh, eager, I guess. And um, got an an interview request from Tech Systems, which is one of the uh, country's biggest tech recruiting companies, Um, and ended up accepting a job with them um, and then fell into tech recruiting um, and have been in recruiting ever since. Awesome.
2: So now that you've been in the recruiting game for a little bit, what would you say drives you as a recruiter?
1: Um. Probably knowing the impact that I'm making on candidates. Um, I I try to make the best relationship I can with a lot of my candidates. Shout out to y'all out there if you're listening. And um, typically, I understand a lot of what they're going through and their pain points. And if you've ever worked with a recruiter, it's a pretty personal experience. I mean, I'm usually asking people pretty pretty tough questions. So you have to trust me a lot to answer those questions. And um, I usually know a lot about these people's career goals. So um, getting those text messages after an offer is signed and accepted where someone is saying, I've been looking for a job for a year and you really just saved my life. This is amazing. That is pretty much what motivates me. Um, And then hearing from them a year later and finding out that they're still successful in their role, still loving it. That's what keeps me going.
0: That's amazing. So stepping away from cannabis a little bit, what's your favorite thing to do in your free time?
1: So it's going to make me sound really lame, but I love binge watching really anything on HBO. Yes. <laughs> Currently obsessed with um, Game of Thrones, who isn't. So yeah, you can pretty much find me spending most of my free time doing that. Relaxing
2: awesome. as you should be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so when you're working with these
2: tech candidates and they're going into an interview, what is the number one tip that you leave them with prior to that?
1: Um, I think the number one tip that has been the most impactful is to leave your ego at the door. Um, a lot of times people feel very qualified for roles and they might be, uh, but I can't tell you how many times people have talked themselves out of an, out of a job because of just having too much of an ego. Um, so that's probably what thing I have to prep people on the most. And then just being on time, (laughs) you'd be surprised.
0: So simple yet so important. Right. (laughs) So without naming names, tell us your worst candidate interview horror story. So
1: I would be really curious to know if anyone has ever experienced this particular horror story. I had a candidate who um, I had screened and talked to probably three different times. I sourced him off of LinkedIn. So wasn't a, someone that applied um, for a like payment company. And so he gets the interview request and calls me probably like, 30 minutes for the interview and tells me he's going to be an hour late. So I was already like, eh, this is not off to a good start. Um, so I let the client know and then um, everything, the interview goes off to, to my knowledge and then we get a call from the client and she tells me that he showed up um, like 45 minutes later. And then we had initially told her she was going to be there. So an hour and 45 minutes late. Um, and he showed up with all these grocery bags full of like his <laughs> home and belongings, like looking almost like he probably didn't have a home himself. Um, And it was just really weird. And the interview at first was not really going off so well. And then he turned it around. And they actually wanted to ask him in for a second interview. He really pulled it through. So um, then they find him locked into their bathroom, like in the bathroom, at their facility. And everybody had left. And it was the security that found him in the bathroom with um, a ski mask on and a bunch of extra bags in what they thought was supposed to be like some sort of robber situation. So no idea if this candidate was really qualified or just good at lying. Um and was staging a heist.
2: Oh my, <laughs> oh, my goodness. goodness.
1: Yeah. So um we ended up taking the client out to dinner, swimming things over, like <laughs> a, a laughable situation, but I was beyond shocked when she was telling me. Um my my jaw was literally to the floor, like I I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> This sounds like a TV show. It really does. I was like, uh, so I, I talked to the candidate. Um, three weeks later, he texts me. And I had called him probably like six times, trying to figure out what happened. Never hear from him. Three weeks later, he texts me. and was like, hey, wanted to see how the interview went. I feel like I crushed it. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Granted, he had to be, like, taken down by three armed security guards and dragged out of the building. So, Crushed it is not the word I would use. That's pretty much what I said back to him. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So yeah, that was... The most interesting thing I think I've ever had happen in an interview situation. Not normal. (laughs) I'm
0: honestly speechless. I
2: am too. This is insane. Was there legal action taken against this candidate? Am I allowed to ask that? I'm not sure. Um, Sorry, HR.
1: I don't think so. I mean, no, there was nothing that the client did. They really just escorted him off and told us to not let him come back. Please never (laughs) return. But I just thought it was funny that three weeks later
0: he reached out. I'm like, i like I'll do so many times. 21 days is enough time right yeah it's like
1: did you like just sober up or something <laughs> and that's why you all of a sudden want to know how it went <laughs> oh my God. very interesting but um, wow funny now every time I see a ski mask I chuckle <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay now that we've all composed ourselves a little bit from that <laughs> insane interview horror story um, let's focus on some fun stuff if you are a cannabis consumer what's your favorite strain
1: Ooh, that's a really good question um tropicana which i've only ever been able to find at emerald field shout out um it's amazing it's like the best tasting strain in the world
2: awesome all right dante well thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to to be with us today this was awesome and for anybody who is looking to enter the tech vertical of the cannabis industry definitely reach out to dante major on linkedin we'll have the link to her profile below thank you so much
0: Seed to Sound, presented by Vangst, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Produced by Hannah Holmgren and Catherine Jamiro. Music by Tyson Weigel. For more information, visit www.blog.vangst.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows.
1: Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's top 100 influencers in cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.